Today's episode of Tyson Tate is brought to you by Discover, and we're here to give you a message about customer service and common sense. When you have a credit card question, it's nice to have them answered by a real person. You know, someone who can actually understand your issues and work to resolve them. In other words, what you don't need is a robot. And that's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. No wonder we call it live customer service. Discover, exceptionally common sense. And we're also brought to you by our friends at DirecTV. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. DirecTV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part, there's no annual contract, so you can stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. On today's episode of Titus and Tate, the ACC Big Ten Challenge is in the books, and the big winner, Tate. Is it us? It's us. Yeah, I think we're the big winner. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't know how it gets any better for. Uh, we're uh, undefeated. Yeah. We're the Gonzaga yeah. before we played Baylor <laughs> right. of the ACC Big Ten Challenge. And as you pointed out, our rivals. Yes. The, or we. How, how, hold on. Hold on. I'm confused. Our teams beat each other's rivals. Yes. Yeah, basically. We, Ohio State beat Duke. You guys beat Michigan last night. Beat the brakes off of Michigan last night. What's going um, on? I mean, honestly, the takeaway from that game was not even North Carolina related. It was like Michigan. Michigan, Michigan might happening? be in trouble. Yeah. yeah. Football yeah. school, though. Which, by the way, brings me to something else I want to talk about today, which is the fraud power rankings. It is it mm. is fraudulent Friday here at the show. Yes. And, uh, we, we did not do a show last Friday for Thanksgiving. So it's been two weeks. The fraud, mm. the fraud committee has had a lot to sift through. And uh, if we did it last been, week... We would have had some different yes. type of frauds. Yes. You know, North Carolina might have been a fraud, you know. Being but luckily, we waited a week. The fraud power rankings are ever are, are a fluid mm -hmm. uh, science, ever changing, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna break down as it stands <laughs> today. Um, also, Pac-12 update is coming. Uh, there's a there's a lot going on in the Pac-12. A lot of chatter. Uh, most of it coming out of Tempe, Arizona, uh, last night. Where oh my god, woof! <laughs> Call Jack Schwartz. Get him back on the show. Yeah, we can't have. That. Yeah, he he's done. He, <laughs> he can't talk you. about his team anymore. Uh, there's a, there's a ton of Pac-12 stuff to talk about. Um, and the the narrative around the Pac-12, which was my fear, Tate. It was my fear coming into the season, given mm. how well the Pac-12 did in the NCAA tournament last year. I said, I hope. We can carry over the good vibes into this season. Yes. We lasted until about December 1st, and all the good vibes are gone. <laughs> yeah. The Villanova <laughs> game was supposed to carry us longer yeah. than it did. That was the, that it's, was the big uh, hurdle. It, it's gone. So I'm going to do my best to uh, set the record straight with the Pac-12. Uh, what else is there? there? That's a lot. That's a loaded show. I mean, I Porter Moser is back yeah, on the map right. at yeah. Oklahoma. So, yeah. I mean, we got some. There's a lot to talk yeah. about, and we'll do our best to talk about it all. But first. Woody Durham. All right, Tate. Uh, let's start with North Carolina, Michigan. Obviously, first of all, give us a uh, uh, a vibe check where you stand. Uh, I, I feel like you so Ooh. far this season. Again, it is we're not even a month into the season. It feels like you have been through an entire roller coaster of emotions. Mm. A lot goes into that. One, your team is has been up and down. Two, yes, you have Hubert where's Davis. The, where's the integrity meter? Yeah, the because I, I have been on both sides, shooting back uh, and forth. You have a new coach, so like there's there's there <laughs> I we just go. To there's see the integrity meter. <laughs> 
I'm trying um, to get to Roy Williams. You uh you have a new coach, so like there's there's not the uh you know say say a school like Virginia looks at Tony Bennett and how their season's been a little rocky to start, but they're yeah. like, we trust Tony. Yeah, Tony, Tony will figure it Tony out. Tony will figure it He'll out. He'll get but us you, back on the tracks. You don't know if you can trust Hubert, but you want to talk yourself into trusting mm-hmm. Hubert, but you don't know why you're talking yourself into it. So where do you stand right now after you just beat the hell out of Michigan? I feel like we got, you know, basically an extended deadline, right? That That's how this feels. This feels like there was an exam that was set on a date yeah. and we were all looking around saying, I don't think I'm prepared for this exam. This exam is going to wreck us. And then we went to class and the professor, the basketball God said, we're going to kick this can down the road. You guys got some more time because Michigan yes. is also a mess. And uh, <laughs> Michigan could be the printer in this case. Maybe they couldn't print the test, but the analogy is done in Michigan. They came to North Carolina, they came to Chapel Hill, and they were, luckily for North Carolina, a bit of a mess themselves. And it, and it set up for the perfect opportunity for North Carolina to get things settled. Because Brady Manick, uh, I think we're on the same page. Like If, I, if you wanted to ask me where my mentality is, like wh- where am I as far as buying in, I'm on the same page as Brady Manick. <laughs> Whatever Brady is. Whatever Brady is, that's, that's where I'm at. <laughs> because Brady, he, he made a great point. He said, I've never played on a team with four McDonald's All-Americans. But we're losing. So I, so he's like, the most I've ever had is one. Yeah. And we were actually winning some games with that one McDonald's All-American. So I don't know the problem here, but we need to fix it. And I think that was a, a telltale sign a little bit with this team. And they finally stepped up in a big moment. But I'm not all the way sold yet, Titus. You know what I mean? Really? Like, even okay. though we, we get a 21-point win, I feel really good about it. We made shots. And when you make shots, <laughs> everything looks so better. So you're, you're saying for you this game was more about Michigan than the North Carolina, it sounds well, like. Well, it, it was great you're, for Hubert Davis and for North Carolina to have a packed Dean Dome, to be loud, yeah, to yeah. have a great time, to, to get a big win. It was great for momentum. It was great for the program to to keep the was haters. Was a program win? This was a, this was a signature a win, win. A signature win for wow. Hubert Davis. Wow. But again, when you look at the other parties, that you beat you have to contextualize that a little bit and say what is happening what is this dumpster fire <laughs> happening over here no. because i'm having a great time but also i'm a little concerned i think you just take the uh you take the yeah. wins where you can get them and maybe and, that's uh, me being a, yeah. an analyst now you know what i mean or like you know we talk about college basketball at large i mean i think if it was me you know, let's say in college, 2012, me and that game happens. I don't care about Michigan at all. I, you know, who are you tweeting? Let them burn. Uh, who is who is junior year of college? Tate Frazier tweeting at after you watch Carolina get mm. a big. Who's the first person that you're saying Dickie like v suck did, it? To, no, well, Dickie V just because he was there. I was like Dickie V, tell the people <laughs> to, uh, who we right, are. The first Remind tweet, the people. That's the first three you're what we're up. up to. Yeah, exactly. So I needed Dickie V to put the push out. Um, and then maybe I would go back at Jay Billis, you, you know, just just to, I used to tweet at Jay Billis all the time, you know, to, to put some respect on our names. Um, I think that's my yeah. goal in this industry is become the guy that like people, uh, it's, it kind of happens with a handful of people that, that it happens follow with the, the show. Illinois fans. Yeah, little, I want to, I want to <laughs> become the guy like when Billis hangs it up because yeah. Billis is probably the guy right now. Right. Uh, but, um, yeah. The guy that like your team wins and you just want to yell at somebody. Mm-hmm. I want to be that guy in college basketball. See I want the it to NBA be like, it's Stephen A. Smith. Put like, some damn respect on Bethune Cookman's name. Yes, we've yes. won three in a row now. Mm-hmm. Talk about us on the show. Mm-hmm. Talk about Caleb Love. <laughs> All right, that's all I'm saying. Talk All about right. Caleb Love. But I, I leave this game. Oh, shout out to Bethune Cookman. Yeah, yeah, what a yeah, pull. Yeah, that's a good pull. To think of any school and I, Hubert Davis, zero for six against the spread. Wins this game by yeah. 21 points. What Need was the spread for this one? Two and a half. Wow. Michigan. Um, so the fact that he was able to answer the bell and this team was able to kind of 
get the demons off their back yeah. a little bit. Like I said, Roy Williams was there. He seemed very pleased. Did he go to all the games? Yeah, he's gone to all he's the games. Every, every, he hasn't missed a game yet. We, we kind of want him to miss a couple, don't we? No. You want him at every game. See, what I was scared of, what I what I was so upset about when he left was that Dean Smith was in the shadows, right? Coach yeah. Smith, he, he was there. He was omnipresent. He wasn't, you couldn't see him though. Roy is forward face. Roy is there. Roy, there's no shadow. Yeah. No, no, he's like you see me. He, in fact, he, he's casting the shadow on you. Yes, yes, he is. He is the shadow, uh, and he's like the bat signal. You know, when everything's going wrong, everyone's looking at Roy, and they're like, "What do we need to do, Coach?" Um, Dude, we need we need a Roy cam at uh, North Carolina games where the, the, the K game. We need the Roy yeah. cam at the K game. But there's like eight minutes left. Carolina's up two in the Dean Dome, and the fans are on edge because you're I don't know you're playing Wofford and you should be up by more, and you're like, should we be winning by more? Yeah, they, and during the, the timeout, game. they just cut to to Roy, and he does the gladiator thing with his thumb, and he just sticks mm -hmm. out the the Chuck Norris and dodgeball. <laughs> yeah, and then he goes boom, and then the place goes crazy. Yes. And like, We're good. Thank you, coach. And then he goes thumbs down, and he walks out, and the play, everyone just starts panicking. Yeah. And throwing. All of a sudden, the other team's playing zone. We don't <laughs> yeah. know what to do. Like Roy, how should we feel? Thumbs up or down? Uh, I'll be honest with you. Didn't watch a second of this game. I was at Poly nice. Pavilion uh, watching UCLA Colorado. I. I, I messed up my schedules. I've lived uh, in LA for, I don't even know how long, two or three years now. And I still get messed up on the time zones when I, uh, I, I look looked, at Google. Yeah. When I looked at Google yeah. and I was like, I was like, Oh, I'm going to go to the UCLA game. And then after the UCLA game, I'll watch Carolina, Michigan. And Cause then, it would be nine 30. <laughs> yeah, if you were an yeah. East coast guy. My, no, I'm my, I'm my parents are out here and yeah. they're the same way. I mean, they're like, what time's this game? I'm yeah. like, 6.30. They're yeah. like, oh, well, well, that's, that's, that, that, yeah, that's kind of a blessing. I thought I was going to do both. As it turns out, they were playing at the exact same time. And uh, as I tried as hard as I could to get them to throw the Carolina-Michigan game on. It's on okay. Poly Pavilion on the big screen. I think They didn't do it. For the fans at home that believe in the Titus curse, I think that this they want you to go to every Poly Pavilion yeah. game. They're like, when does UCLA play That's a good point. I, I, I think uh, I'm yeah. doing you a favor by not watching Carolina. And look, we both won at the end of the yeah. day. You defeat Duke. I defeat Michigan. Feels good. Who, Feels play, good. who played well for who, uh Sorry. Who played well for Carolina? I mean, it was Caleb Love's night. It was Caleb Love's night. I mean, it, that's what's a little... We, we, there were still moments, right? You know when you watch a basketball game and you see a moment? Like, I, I compared to the Brooklyn Nets, right? You watch James Harden in the game. And you see James, and James has always been like this, and it's because he's a gifted scorer. But there are moments in time where you know, like in Houston, Mike D'Antoni called a play, and you see everyone set up for that play. Mm -hmm. And James Harden has made a decision consciously to only look at the basket and to ignore everything <laughs> yeah, else, right? Yeah, yeah. And and you see the you see like the rest of the team, they're a little deflated by that that yeah. that outlook. Yeah, Caleb has a little bit of that. Yeah, but luckily last night, like I said, he made shots. Like he made some ridiculous circuit circus shots. He stepped it up defensively a few times, but I still see moments where, you know, maybe you make the extra pass right here. Yeah, and 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 then we're really rolling. Yeah. I'm still, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm excited, but I still see some signs of, oh no, yeah, this could be a problem yes. in the future, but I, I'm, I'm being, I'm trying to be positive. The, the Caleb love, Caleb love experience is a roller coaster, but right now you're all, you're when on you, high. When he makes like shots, this, yeah. you know what I mean? You're like looking around, you're like, this guy's a first round pick. Uh, let's talk about the, the ACC big 10 challenge as a whole. Yes. Um, and, and I guess we can, we can hit on any other games you want to talk about. Uh, I, I think those are the big ones, not even because it's just us, not even because Carolina and Ohio state both won and we beat our rivals. Mm. I, I, I genuinely think like, when you look on the entire challenge, like what were the games that stood out and, and obviously Ohio state Duke was the biggest one, right? Yeah. 
Like even as a neutral, that's that's got to be number one, right? That that's is not, the, okay. That, thank no, you. The, all right, of course, right, because right, it's right. the number one team in the country, right? And Ohio the, State, yes, and then also Duke <laughs> was playing too. The, the, the saddest <laughs> thing about Coach K's farewell tour is that you know we we talk about someone leading and championing what Dean Smith used to do in the mm-hmm. ACC. Like I am the ACC. What Big John did in the Big East. I am the Big East, and therefore in these moments and these challenges, you have to step up and deliver for your conference. And the fact that Coach K who is no doubt the face of the ACC, lets them down. That really hurts to see. And then if it's not Coach K, the second face of the ACC, from what I know, what I've been told by by the public, is Tony Bennett. Yep. And what did he do? Also lost at home. And and guess what the final score of the challenge was? Eight to six. Two losses away. Mm. You know, I mean, maybe if Coach K wins, we get a split, even tie. That's a good point. Maybe if Tony's able to hold off Fran McCaffrey, because they had a great comeback. We're split this, even, but instead you lose. Outside of our two games, and honestly, uh, I, I wonder how much – don't take this the wrong way because congratulations to Carolina. Hang a, hang the banner. You guys won, <laughs> You guys beat Michigan for – is this the first time you beat Michigan in the ACC Big Ten? I feel like you guys play every single year. Michigan beats you every year. We just finally blew them out. Yeah. That's um, all that mattered. So I'm not I'm not taking anything away, but I'm not sure how much did that game resonate with people last night? Was it like it did in Chapel Hill? Well, it was yeah, packed. obviously, but it was I'm, packed. I mean, like <laughs> twenty one thousand. I mean, like nationally, was that like the game of the night? I mean, I don't know. It was, I, I'm, I'm it was if you're watching ESPN. Okay, yeah, all right, of course. all right, all right. But see, all right, the, the, all right. the media is Duke. The media, like, um, tight, they've all turned to Duke. So, like, dude, now no one turned, talks about I was, North Carolina. I was asking. I wondered, like, what, right. what did you have the eyes of the country on you? Like, like you know. Like we had when St. Francis and St. John's were playing. I mean, I was watching NC was State, it? Nebraska in four overtimes because that was a will this ever end? Will yeah. anyone be able to go home? That was a fun game to watch last well, night. But yeah, those two. What games. I was what I was gonna say is that Ohio State Duke seemed to to be a thing. Um, mm. Carolina Michigan, we'll throw that in the mix. Uh, what other games though? Like the the, the point I guess of the, the broader point I want to make is like, was this the most underwhelming ACC Big Ten <laughs> challenge of all time? Yeah. Outside of like, if Ohio State loses by thirteen to Duke, oh my God, what a what a huge! I mean, obviously, I there's no talking points. Iowa I mean, Virginia Purdue was blowing fun. out Florida State was like the biggest talking point up until that point, right? Yeah, but even that, it's like that's it, not fun, you know. I mean, that's that's just like a continuation of like. Purdue is awesome. Like we already mm-hmm. said, Purdue is awesome. We already knew Purdue was awesome. Then they blow out Florida State, and you're like, Purdue is still awesome. That's like the lesson we learned from that. Uh, Iowa Virginia was a fun game, and in, in some ways, the Virginia comes yeah. back and then still loses in the end. The four <laughs> overtime game, it's a four overtime game, but then it's also Nebraska NC State. Um, Syracuse Indiana. Was Syracuse a fun Indiana game. was a good one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a good one. And that was Trace Jackson Davis. That was Mike Woodson. That was a lot of we don't be, we should we're down eighteen at one point in this game. Seemed over, but like and they fight back. Virginia Tech also came back in their game. They were down big. Maryland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, you can talk me into some of like Syracuse. But, but Syracuse, nationally, how many people yeah. are really up to up to speed on Virginia Tech's big comeback in this game? <laughs> know, you know dude. what I mean? Yeah, not many. Us. And barely. That, so, I, what, what, what's the what's the plan moving forward? How do we fix this? I, think, I just think I I don't think it's there anymore. I don't I don't think the I don't think the heat is. Why there. does this Why does this happen with college basketball? Where uh like I'm I'm really worried that we're in this this there's a, this is a uh, to to uh, for lack of a better phrase is this a sliding doors moment? Take that, um, we we get these events. I mean, this happened with the Great Alaskan Shootout that it was a thing, and I saw people uh, circulating the uh, the the clip from. Um, what was it 99 when Cincinnati beat Duke mm. at the buzzer? Yeah. And those Duke's only loss or it was their only loss until the national title game was at the buzzer versus Cincinnati. Uh in the Great Alaskan shootout final. Uh, there are these events that are a huge deal 
when they're announced, they, they become a huge deal. And then suddenly you look up and you're like, no one cares. The same thing with the NIT. The NIT, as, I as you're my gonna father- I say the PK-80. PK-80. <laughs> as my father likes to point out, the NIT used to matter. And yeah. I think he says that only because Indiana beat Purdue <laughs> one time in the championship game. But uh, there's that. But but I, I, I to the to what I was going to say, that the ACC Big Ten Challenge now and, and the Champions Classic both feel like I don't know. The, the, the juice is kind of gone. I'm worried about Maui as well. I think we get Maui back on the island next year. We're back. But like Maui is in a... In a Maui's going to be okay because we go back to the, the I know, island. But, but the ACC Big Ten used to be like a, a cultural decision that was made of who was the better basketball yeah. conference, right? Mm -hmm. that, that would be the answer that we got. And now it doesn't even feel like an answer has there's, been given. There's too many data points too now because like you, yeah. you can point to... so You can... You could say like I, I I don't know that you can it's the the first of all we we got the Gavit games where the Big East is playing the Big Ten so like mm -hmm. the Big Ten beats the ACC and and the Big Ten ACC deal but then the Big East had beaten the Big Ten so, like so the now Big the Big East, East is, like, is the, best the best conference in basketball yeah. but then like I don't know what the hell Ken Palm Ken Palm has his little like conference conference ranking ranking <laughs> yeah. algorithms where he says the big 12 is the best i just clicked on it right now it's literally big 12 is number one yeah uh west coast conference fans like they were beating the hell out of pac 12 teams and they were like well, are we the best and the answer was no but the fact that they were even thinking it is like so the point is we we don't know we don't know any of this mm -hmm. stuff and you're right like there was a simpler time where we used to just take it at face value whoever wins the big 10 acc challenge is the best conference yeah and away we go and we don't ask questions about it and which it got me thinking that we need a team that is the litmus test every single year so i think that the team this year to me that is that litmus test team is tarleton state and i think what should happen <laughs> is tarleton state at the beginning of the year should have all 25 ap preseason teams on their all. schedule yeah and then we base it on how bad they beat tarleton <laughs> State, straight you know up I mean? margin of victory exactly whoever beats Tarleton yes. State by the most exactly you're like <laughs> so right now Gonzaga is like the 15th ranked team because they barely beat Tarleton uh, State do you think that uh, I, I assume they're going to keep the ACC Big Ten Challenge going I don't I wouldn't say it's dying <laughs> I obviously think, uh, I think not, it's going to be around I'm not right. suggesting that but uh the the juice does seem to be running out and how, and how it, do you, it started in 1999 so yeah. we are 20-ish year this is about the time where you say do we have 20 more what do we have here? Or are we yeah. wrapping this? The thing kids up? have grown up. They've all gone to college. We're yes. looking at each other and we're saying, "Should we just get divorced now? Yeah. Should we just like? I'm over this I, challenge. Should, should, yeah. Yeah. The challenge is over. Um, <laughs> how do you spice it up though? Because I th I think like my one idea. Th this would have been a great year for it, even though Ohio State beat Duke and that ended up delivering an awesome game. Uh, this was the obvious year that you put Duke and Purdue together, but they mm. announced the matchups before the season. And, uh, you know, I, I, I still think it was weird that Florida State played Duke and Ohio, like, because Duke should have played either Michigan, because Michigan was supposed to be pretty good this year. Yeah. Duke should have either played Michigan or Purdue, right? Purdue should have been the game. Yeah. Uh, but it's funny because Coach K obviously tried to dodge that yeah, game. Yeah. He dodged into a loss, which is why <laughs> it's hilarious, right? I mean, the karma that comes around, it always uh, happens. But what what other I mean like what else is there they, other they than they tried this year to, they had five first time matchups they had Iowa Virginia Minnesota Pitt Miami Penn State Nebraska NC State Maryland Virginia Tech so they tried to have yeah. some teams like oh you've never seen these teams play each other but again none of it hit yeah. because Maryland should have played Duke really that that was you're, what we you're wanted right. at Maryland at Maryland yeah you're right like as far as just the general interest you get the early two thousands fans Jay Kangs of the world that like like college basketball for like five years you know they're like. 
I I lock into this moment in yeah. time. You know what I mean? Like you got to tap into that early two thousands college basketball nostalgia that we all love. You know, right? And that the the you know the elite journalists of the world, the New Yorker writers love, you know what I mean? That's that period of time. That's, that's Maryland Duke. That's yeah. Maryland Duke. Yeah. You yes. tap into that, you show that, you get people talking about it, maybe we have a chance. So I think it's kind of that. It's like setting up the matchups and then making sure that we understand the storylines that go into it. If we had Gary Williams on the sideline yeah. watching Coach K in his last game, and then yeah. we get cutbacks to Juan Dixon and Chris Wilcox and Jason Williams in those times, I think that the problem. I know that that had to happen. I think the yeah. problem, uh, though, is is like it, it, when this initially started, it was like exciting because it was. Um, I think I've made this point. I, I probably made this exact point a year ago. <laughs> we were talking about the ACC Big Ten. Who knows? But uh, I feel like it was exciting to see these teams that never play each other play each other on home court. Like now they're playing each other. But now through twenty years of the best, because you want to match it up where the best teams are playing the best teams. Spoiler alert, year after year, the best teams are continuing to be the same. Mm -hmm. Northwestern is never going to play Duke in this challenge. Uh, that's just not going to happen. I don't, <laughs> well, well, maybe Duke in the future. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, <laughs> so, like, the, the the novelty is worn off in that regard. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Michigan playing in the Dean Dome is not. Or Carolina like, in yeah, Assembly Hall. Carolina or, in yeah. Assembly Hall, the novelty is worn off, and it used to be awesome. And uh, I don't know how we fix that part, but they'll, they'll continue doing it, and we'll continue talking about it, but. I don't know. Yeah. This was this was like a very outside of Ohio State beating Duke. I think if you take that game away, if Duke, like I said, they were up 15. If Duke wins that game by 15, well, this is the worst ACC Big Ten challenge here, ever. It's so here, boring. Here's what Hollywood does. They do mashups. This is like once you've already done the sequels, once you've already seen every iteration, they do like XX. So like what if we do ACC Big Ten Challenge X Maui Invitational. Yeah, there so we go. All there of the go. teams go, go to Maui. Yes. And then they all play in Lahaina Civic Center. And it's just like this mega yes. event. And everyone's on the island. Now we're talking, dude. That's, this is big brain thinking, dude. That's the X. You know what I mean? Now we go mega. Yes. This is. Dude, big brain thinking. <laughs> that's where we're going next. We're going to Maui. I think. The ultimate challenge. <laughs> My One of the worst ideas I've ever had was also. Uh, what was it? That I, th I think it was Champions Class. I, I forget what the idea even was, but uh, <laughs> this is going this is going great. Uh, the the I think it was the Champions Classic. You take the top four teams in the AP pool. You just mm. wait to, to the preseason top four teams in the AP pool. You make them play an actual tournament instead of a doubleheader. So like the winners of the first two games actually play each other for the yeah. championship, and then the winner gets an automatic bid to the NCAA tournament. And no I, matter what, no matter what. And mm -hmm. I, I, I had, that was my big brain idea because I think it would be absolutely hysterical if Kentucky wins the champions classic with a team full of freshmen and they've played two games together and now they know they're in the tournament. So they opt out <laughs> the rest of the like, year. Just, yeah, like, <laughs> we don't play regular season. You're just like, watch what happens next. Yeah, we're just supposed to be great theater. theater. Yeah. <laughs> they're locked as a one seed. <laughs> uh, no, the, that's actually a great idea. Maui dude, X. Ma Big Ten ACC Big Ten, Challenge. Yeah. yeah. It's a good idea. Well, who we got to do, do something. Who do we call? We got to call somebody. We got to do something. We got to get rid Big of these. Like, but, and by the way, like, I'll, 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 I'm, I'm man enough to admit this. The Big Ten won. The Big Ten wins seemingly every year now. But uh, 12, I mean, 8, and throwing, 3 all time. ACC leads. Still? Yeah. 12, That's, 8, and 3 all time. Come on. Three in a row for the Big Ten, but the ACC. Uh, but like when when you're when you're talking about games like Minnesota versus Pitt having yeah. an impact on you know it is kind of weird. Rutgers, like, Clemson. Yeah, that's the problem with all these challenges. And and there's there's again when the ACC Big Ten thing started, it was cool, new, and fun. Mm. Now there's the Big Twelve SEC challenge. There's Big East, Big Ten. 
We should have uh, banned the other. They should have yeah, never let that happen. Yeah, that agree. was the other problem. I agree. Um, <laughs> was there was there anything else from all this that you want to talk about? Like I I, I don't know what the hell else even there is. Virginia I mean, Tech beating Maryland. Yeah. Are, are we worried about? Mar- yeah, Maryland's in trouble. Yeah. As we said, or as I said earlier in the season, the seat is hot on Turgeon. It has to be. On a scale from one to Paolo Bancaro mm. uh, playing a full Paolo basketball Bancaro. game. <laughs> How much is Mark Turgeon sweating right now? <sighs> Thinking about his job. <laughs> as much as Gary Williams. As much as Gary Williams. That is, that is. I think he's looking in the mirror and he's thinking to himself, oh my God, I've turned into what I said I would never be. I am Gary Williams sweating in this locker room. And who's the answer? I don't know. But Maryland, they're too good of a brand and they have too much cachet in the college basketball space to be this irrelevant. (laughs) It's a fact. You pull no punches when you talk about. The Mark because because uh, because I I I know Maryland I know Maryland has higher aspirations and they it's know just, it. It's just, I, you're they not, know it. You're not wrong. It's just so funny because like the, the way anyone else talks about Look, Maryland. And I like the guy. <laughs> there it is. Uh, when, when the rest <laughs> of us talk about Maryland, what, what makes it so fascinating is is this idea of Turgatory that Mark Turgeon has, yes, has created. Turgatory, uh, where you can see he, he's like the new Scott Drew of trying to trying to argue both sides of like is he good or is he not and like. <laughs> And he's there, Maryland. Maryland is always good enough. Like they, they won the Big Ten two years ago. Okay, tied. They're, you know how they, it's Big Ten side of the day. You know, no <laughs> one remembers that. Uh, so you can argue that 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 he's he's always got good teams. They regularly make the NCAA tournament. That's it's it's like he's obviously a good like they, they got a good thing going here. But then on the other side, it's not that good. And like so, whenever anyone else talks about Maryland, it's always like mm, I see it both ways. It's a little hazy. Where did where do I land? But it was never, it's never been hazy with you. <laughs> do you know that Maryland at one point, Lefty Drizel said that Maryland was the UCLA of the East. You know what I mean? Like, this is what Maryland basketball was founded upon. Moses Malone was going to go to Maryland. Lynn yeah. Bias went to Maryland. Yeah. Like, John Gilchrist. Like, they had, they've had they had some amazing players over the years that have gone to Maryland and succeeded. I mean, even Grievous Vasquez, that era. Yeah. In the early, like, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. We know what Maryland can be if they are tapped. And right now, they're untapped. Was it the 2015 season that I thought Maryland Mellow Trimble, the- when they were number two in the country, and they come to Chapel Hill and play Carolina. And get blown out, dude. I think I would have had them number one in the country preseason. There. Yeah, well, Jake Lehman. Yeah, and uh, uh, who else was on that? Day? Diamond Stone, right? Was yeah, they they, they, yeah. they had a team. Mellow Trim. They were loaded. Yeah, and they sucked. And guess what? <laughs> guess who their coach was? <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I don't know who the answer is on the other side of that. Could it Sean be Sean Miller? Miller? It's yeah, Sean Miller. that's what I think. They tried to hire uh, Sean Miller. What was that when they hired Turgeon? Right? Yeah, 2011. Mm-hmm. What was that? Derek right. Williams, I think, like right after Derek Williams, they were like, "We need." Was that, that guy. right? Am I Sounds about right. Yeah. Sounds about right. I swear, Sean Miller was supposed to go. Sean to Miller was like on a plane to visit NC State too. I mean, he was he was taking yeah, the trips, dude. Because I remember uh, the I remember falling into a rabbit hole reading these forums about how Sean Miller's wife is allergic to the desert in Arizona. Yeah, <laughs> and, and wanted to get out. It always yeah, comes yeah, back yeah, to the dude. wife. And I was like, this is a new one. I've never seen this one before. And someone's like, no, I, I've, I, I know. She's Sean allergic she's, to the desert. <laughs> I know anybody can be allergic. People to were so funny with that stuff. I love it. Uh, anyway, that's, that's ACC big 10 challenge. We are the big winners. We did it. Yes. Hang, hang the banner in the studio. Where, Have you talked to coach Holtman, up? by the way? Has he, is he uh, I did. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, I texted him and it seemed like it hadn't watched. You texted, yeah. I text, of course, did he hit you back? Uh, yeah. He was like, it was like, thanks hey. so much. You know what I mean? Like what a guy. What well, a cause gem. he's, 
look, Gardner Webb, he's got yeah, he's got you know small town. Are you, hold on, are you greasing the wheels for Holtz <laughs> no, when, no, when Huber no, doesn't work no, out? No, 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 no. Are think, you going behind? I swear to God, if you're going behind my back, you know the you know the school that wants Coach Holtman, Kentucky. Yeah, that's the one. I mean, that's the school that wants him. If, that's that's. If he goes to, I'll just tip my. He cap, he's perfect for like real true blue. I know you know Kentucky fans don't want to hear this because they're in Calipari land and they're not looking around. Right. But Chris Holtman would be what Kentucky basket. You know what I mean? Dude, shut he up. would he we would tap right in. Like let us enjoy the point number two. Why are you? <laughs> I'm just saying I wanted Coach Holtman back in those conversations again, and he needed this win. He, he he's that. back in those conversations. Yeah. He's back. Uh, uh, yeah, you're, you're right. He's uh, why would you say that? No, no, you're football school because the, the, the <laughs> thing is, Kentucky is you're, you're right, like that is the one job I know he would take, and I wouldn't even like you I can't get mad at you him, you wouldn't get mad at him at all. He's from yeah. there, he's from you know, he's coming back home, yeah, bluegrass. But if he came out and he was like, I, I, I'm, I'm not a Kentucky, and that part of my life is over. I'm a, Put yeah. that behind me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Buckeye now, always <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a Buckeye for life, that'd be great. I would love that. Uh, what else is there? What, it, are, we, we wrap that up. We can move on. I think we, we can move, move on. on. You want to do yeah. Pac-12 update or fraud? Uh, Let's fraud do Pac-12. Let's you want do Pac-12. the Pac-12 stuff? Yeah, All right. Because yeah, there's, there's you went to the game. Yeah. There's a lot. We're going to uh, – I'll talk about the game in a second. We'll, we'll leave that as bullet point number two. We got to start with the the big Pac-12 news, which uh, in <laughs> case you missed it, Arizona State is dead. They're done. Um, <laughs> it is over. The, the party is over. The Bobby Bags mm. era is over at Arizona State. Not officially, but we're just running out the clock at this point. Yeah. Uh, Arizona State lost at home to Washington State. Now, Washington State, probably the worst uh, uh, power five. Everyone says it's the worst power five job in college basketball, Washington State. That's what I've I've heard forever. The only reason this program is relevant to anybody is because Dick Bennett knew that he could Trojan horse Tony Bennett into a head coaching job if he took the Washington State job and then quit. And then let it son take over mm-hmm. and get Clay Thompson there. Like that's all we knew about Washington State basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, Still all we know. But Other than money you, ball. I was going to say, as you pointed out, <laughs> as you told us in the preview this year, there's some money ball stuff going on at Washington State. Uh, so they are better. Washington State is slightly better, I think, now than like you know their name brand might suggest when you see Washington State basketball. But at the end of the day, it's still Washington State, and you're at home. Arizona State playing at home. They lose they they lose 29 what was it 51 51 to 29 yeah They scored 29 points Tate They were down 18 to 10 at halftime This is the worst offensive performance ever from, Yeah <laughs> I, yeah might as well say I was going to say they said for 80 years from Arizona State but ever is the right answer Ever is the right answer yeah. like cuz In modern times Cuz 80 years ago yeah. they were dribbling out the That's clock what I'm and like yeah they, they getting a ladder out to get the ball out of yes. the peach basket Yes. like what the hell exactly. 100% where where do they go from here? Like honestly, it, it I is, think you're right. I think it's Bob. I think it's Bob Hurley's first five game losing streak ever. Right, so he's lost five games in a row. He used to be Mister December. This used to be the time dude. when Bobby Hurley would get America on his side. He turns it on and gets like two big wins in December. Yeah, and they're like, you know, beating BYU or something like that. Dude, they beat they beat Kansas and Allen Fieldhouse. That's true. That is true. Yeah. What is he doing? What, what has happened? And, and you, know, such you, know, a loss, dude. you know what he did? He did the one thing, which is, you know, I think every single coach, and this goes back to Jawan Howard, right? There's this line, and the integrity meter kind of shows you that. But there, you can go good guy, which is a path, it's a choice. You're, you're around college kids, and like you, 
Jawan Howard, I saw him picking up guys when they were down 20 and like slapping them in the butt. I was like, oh, he's gone good guy. You know, oh, he's like, he's no, going yeah. down the good guy he's, tangent. Yeah. And I think Bob, Bob Hurley went down the bad guy tangent trying to get these five stars to come in like Marcus Bagley mm -hmm. and Josh Christopher. Mm -hmm. And it's empty calories. <laughs> the five star, it, it was a, it was a rat race to nowhere. And it is, and it has left him in a five game, five game skid right now. And we don't know where they go from here. And I don't know where Bobby goes from here because this was supposed to be a parlay into a bigger job for Bob Hurley. It was, yeah. That was always the plan. And now for him, yeah. If you can't win here, you can't win anywhere. Right? I mean, that that's like how the the powers that be there, like Bob Hurley's not a good hire. He couldn't even win in Arizona State. In Bob Hurley's in Bobby Hurley's mind, uh, this is the time the, the the stars should have been aligning right now this year yes. for him to take the Maryland job yes. next year. Yes. For Maryland oh, my God. In Bobby Hurley's mind, he's like finishes second in the Pac-12 this year behind UCLA or Arizona. Um, it's a, it's a surprise finish because everyone thought it would be Arizona and UCLA, and he knocked one of them off, and like he's second in the Pac-12. And it would be great if you go to the, the Sweet 16, and then he know, takes the Maryland The job. Hurley brothers, one of them is at a – you know, it's kind of yes. like what we had with the Miller brothers where you got two good coaches that know how to coach that are at these institutions, and they're mm -hmm. keeping them in the conversation. So we could have Bob at Maryland and Dan at UConn, and the rest is history, but he's not on that path. What if Arizona State fires Bobby Hurley and hires Sean Miller? <laughs> Sean Miller goes from Arizona. That would be sick. Am I going to suggest Sean Miller to every school? Yeah. Is this what is this what uh, the the future holds for me? Is every coach that's? <laughs> I mean, Archie or Sean? I think so. I mean, what is Archie's plan? Is I mean, this an Archie? Archie? Archie could go to Arizona State. Why not, dude? That's a great exercise, though. Is this an Archie or a Sean job? Yeah. And you you think about <laughs> who fits where? Who fits in the which? UNLV Sean job. That's a Sean job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a Sean job. <laughs> You got to know, too. You know, you don't have to think about it. It just like hits you. You're like, that's Sean job. No doubt. That's an Archie job. NC State, Archie job. That's an Archie you know? job. Yeah. Florida. I think that's Archie job. I think it's Archie job. That's too. an Archie job. Yeah. Sean, <laughs> Sean's too on the nose in Florida. He's too exposed. Miami might be a Sean job. That's a Sean Absolutely. Job. Kidding me? All right. We're too deep in this. <laughs> this is one of those things that like makes perfect sense to us, but I imagine yeah. you're listening. Like, They're like, who is Sean and Archie Miller? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so that that's the big news out of the Pac-12. Arizona mm -hmm. State sucks, uh, but we knew that already. So, we, yeah, you know, we had prepared I, for that to be the case. Right, I, I'm picturing what's the, what was that sign from? That's the it's become a meme now that that the sign that says our expectations were low. But my <laughs> but God, holy yeah, holy hell, what is this? That is uh, Arizona. State that's basketball. Zach Schwartz standing outside our studio yes. right now. We are not picking up the phone because we will not talk about Arizona uh, State. Arizona State is a uh, become an Ohio State. Transfer destination, by the way, Luther Muhammad, the yeah. Alonzo Gaffney, Mickey Mitchell was on the team a few years ago. Like, that's I mean, it's a, smart if you're Arizona State, just you know, go to these big time programs. Say, is it, I mean, come it, to it's smart on paper, but then you look up and he scored ten points and a half at home against Washington State. And, well, I think it's a lot of times when you get these guys from the big school, there's a reason that they're leaving. You know what I mean? You always yeah. get, like Garrison Brooks at Mississippi State. Everyone's like, this guy was the preseason ACC player of the year. He I was, was like, yeah, he was. <laughs> uh all right moving on uh here here's the here's my boots on the ground pack 12 update i went to the ucla colorado game last mm. night poly pavilion uh ucla colorado made it close uh, in the second half there for a second and ucla had to sweat it out but the they, they kind of they kind of cruised they didn't cover though uh, i was Oof. i was with some gamblers that uh had had ucla to cover and i think it was jules bernard had a three at the uh at the end that if he goes down they cover uh, but anyway, UCLA was was in control most of the game. All that was good. Uh, there, there's something else to report, Tate. I went to this restaurant uh, 
three dollar signs on Google, maybe four. Very fancy, very nice, good, great food. Uh, called fellow. I want to get this right. I got to look it up. I think it was fellow. Fellow, just, just fellow, fellow restaurant in Westwood. Yeah, it's fellow. Um, I went to this place called Fellow, and I want to shout them out because I walk into the to the uh, uh, restaurant. The reservation. So the tips at six thirty p.m. Tate. Uh, I, I made a reservation at 515, which is, that feels like very, like when you're making a reservation for 515, you're like, how old am I? This mm-hmm. is insane. But yeah. also the rest, you know, do you guys have discounts at this yeah. time? <laughs> also, <laughs> also, I'm trying to get to the also game. So, take advantage yes, of this time. yes, yes. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, I go at 515, I walk in there, they just kind of open the restaurant and the hostess goes, and this is big, this is huge. This is, this is UCLA basketball being back. The hostess mm-hmm. goes, uh, are you going to the game tonight? Yes. And I was like, oh my God. And this is a this is a four dollar sign restaurant. Like I spent a lot of money on this meal, like too mm. much money. Like it was it it was so expensive that I was looking I I I literally told the waiter, bring me the and, most and th- your other party has Colorado stuff on, right? So yes. That's even yes. It's even more. Yes. They're willing. Uh so I, I told the waiter, I said the words, bring me the cheapest glass of wine you have, because I was looking at the menu and I was just like, My God, this mm-hmm. is you know, it's so it's that kind of restaurant, Tate. And the hostess goes, Are you going to the game? And I was like, yeah, because I was wearing a UCLA sweatshirt that I had bought. That I it's the one UCLA thing I own. Um, I said, "Yeah, I'm going." Uh, but why? Why do you need to know that? And she goes, "Because I'm going to tell the kitchen, and we're going to get your order out fast so you can get Dang. to that game." And I was like, "That's we are in a college basketball." No, that's what right blue now. bloods do. That's blue blood status. Yeah, yeah. that's and what blue bloods. Do. I had a bad experience the last UCLA game I went to. I told yeah. you the Ghostbusters premiere was going on. That took precedent over UCLA playing. Uh, so I'm here to report UCLA basketball might be back because. Uh, if the if the fancy restaurants of Westwood are accommodating the basketball fans, that's a big deal. And UCLA is now actually perfectly placed at number five, and they yeah. kind of have gotten people <laughs> off the sin a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like now that Gonzaga's beaten them by twenty, we're not all gung ho about. It's like right. the right UCLA people were invested. Right, they believe all they needed was a top twenty five team to really yes. be back in. And you give them a top five team, they're oh, really in. Th- that's the other part is like I don't. I, I feel like half the UCLA fan base didn't even watch that Gonzaga game. They yeah. wa- they they were they were riding the high from the Final Four. They went to the Villanova game. Yes, and they were like, "Dude, we're we're great. We'll check back in when we play Arizona or USC. Yeah, we'll come we'll come to those games. Yeah, but, start of the new year. And then they just assume that they've won every game between. That. Yeah, <laughs> so, they're like, we played Gonzaga. <laughs> when was that? <laughs> yeah, in the, in the tournament, the Final Four. Yeah, mean? yeah, that was a good game. Yeah, right? I, know, I love that game. <laughs> Big shot that kid hit. Uh, other things to report, uh, Hami Hakez or Jamie Jazquez, as some people call him, uh, got a concussion, I think, or he's in concussion protocol. So we're going to yeah, have to monitor that situation. Yeah. yeah. Hit his head pretty hard. Uh, and then the other thing that stood out to me, Tiger Campbell is killing this kid because Hakez goes out and Tiger Campbell turns it on and was very, very aggressive. Like he's basically only shooting wide open threes this year. That's why he's like hitting everything. But last night he was like pulling off of zero dribbles and, or off of zero passes, like yeah. you bring the ball up, get a ball screen, and just let it fly. And I love that because we don't want this out of every out of Tiger Campbell every game, but we need it on film. You know what I mean? It's like the 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 football coaches that run the trick yeah. play in week three just to put it on film. That's what we need out of Tiger Campbell. Put it on film. Now, when you're playing UCLA, you got to be prepared for the night when Tiger Campbell's like, "I'm coming here to score 25 points, and you're gonna have to deal with me." 
and you forgot about me because you were worried about Hakez and and uh, and that's a choosing. unique skill because like as a point guard, you usually have the the facilitator and the scorer, and there's always they're usually at odds with each other. And the best point guards are the ones that can be both, and it's very rare to have both. Chris Paul is both. Kyrie Irving is both. You know, you yeah. can argue that Stephen Curry is both. I've always argued that Steph is more of a shooting than a point. But regardless, the the like the mindset of being able to carry both responsibilities and shoulder both is very unique. Mm -hmm. And Tiger is really the only because you look at the top teams, he's the best point guard that you have. So when you get to the tournament, there's there's a conversation to be had. Does UCLA have the best pure point guard? Mm. And I think Tiger might be the one. I think that might be the statement that infuriates a lot of the people listening. But uh, mm. I'll, I'm with you, though. He's good. He's very good. They could be upset. Yeah. I mean, Ivy is not a pure point guard, he's right? Not, I mean, no. he is a, he's a scoring guard. Nimhard is good. Is, that's yeah, who we're good. that's who we're comparing him against. But I think Tiger is better than all those guys. I'm not saying he's going to go score 40 points and yeah. be the the superstar of the team. But as far as managing the game, controlling the pace, and then hey, we need a bucket here. He's got you. All right, which is good. How about that? You want that? Shout out Tiger Campbell. Getting some love from, yeah. from Tate on the show. Yeah. Uh, no, he was he was great. He 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 was uh, very aggressive and and we we because he to had to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I like to see. Yeah. Love it. Uh, what else is going on in the Pac-12 update? Uh, Utah Valley beat BYU. BYU, a team that is uh, was puffing its chest, rightfully so. Uh, I I thought, boy, there's there's a lot to to figure out here because BYU smacks Oregon, and at the time I was like, this is the best win in college basketball this year. I remember thinking that I was like, there's this is obviously Ohio State beating Duke has got to be number one now, right? I mean, <laughs> Who are we kidding? I think so. Something <laughs> like that. Uh, but I, I remember being blown away because they they beat the snot out of Oregon in Portland mm. in front of uh, Phil Knight. But then that win has become greatly devalued as we've since learned that Oregon is a massive, massive fraud and uh, is, is not nearly as good as we thought they were going to be. Uh, but BYU beat Oregon. I forget who else they've beaten, but the, the, the football team, I know BYU football had beaten like five Pac-12 teams this year. And there is chatter coming out of Provo Tate that BYU is the best football and basketball program in the entire Pac-12 oh. because every time they play Pac-12 teams, they beat them. Yeah. Um, so here's the Pac-12 update. BYU, honorary Pac-12 team, loses in overtime at Utah Valley in a game <laughs> that Mark Pope, I'm sure, scheduled just because he used to coach at Utah Valley and just threw him a bone and was like, I'll bring my team back because I, I, I love my time here so much. We'll come back and, and kick your ass, but you can sell a lot of tickets and, and it's a win for everybody. Except it wasn't a win for everybody on this. Not night. so fast. <laughs> yeah. And I was just looking uh, to, to see kind of how this happened. They had a guy come off their bench, uh, Utah Valley, Justin Harmon, who had 24 points. So anytime that you have a guy yeah. on your bench come off and give you 24 points in a college basketball game where some teams can only score 29 points yeah, in a full right. game. That's true. That, on that's a night a when Arizona State <laughs> scored 29 points. That's at a home. pretty big deal. So at least like there is something that BYU can point to and say that was a little bit of an aberration. So uh BYU in the West Coast Conference, as we know, along with Gonzaga and St. Mary's, uh, San Francisco is undefeated right now, West Coast Conference team. Uh, they're, the, the West Coast Conference as a whole was kind of puffing its chest out, saying it was better than the Pac-12. Gonzaga beats UCLA. Yeah. Um, who Did St. Mary's beat Oregon? And uh, They did, right? I think the, so. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, in the Maui. Maui. Yeah. Um, so there, there was this whole idea, is the, West, is the top of the West Coast maybe better than the top of uh, the Pac-12? But now, Tate, Galaxy brain. I think if the West Coast is better than the Pac-12, we have to look at the possibility that the WAC mm. is better than the West Coast Conference, which would mean the WAC is better than the West Coast, which is better than the Pac-12. It is actually, in fact, the WAC-12 is what I think we're learning. The WAC-12. Yes. Utah Valley beats BYU. Yeah. Grand Canyon has already beat LMU and Pepperdine. 
Okay. Which are West Coast Conference yes, schools. Yes. You're following. Grand uh -huh. Canyon in the WAC. Love Grand Canyon. Tarleton State gave Gonzaga a uh, game. Uh, Tarleton's the team. <laughs> They're my favorite team. Chicago State is having its best <laughs> year in a very long time in the WAC. They've won two <laughs> games, is it? It does feel like this is the West Coast version of what happened where the Big East beat the Big Ten who beat the ACC. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Where, like, I guess it all eats itself. But Dude, Chicago State, two and five. That's pretty good for Chicago State. Yeah, two wins is... That's pretty good. Honestly, the season's over. Uh, What else? U USC smacked uh, Utah on Wednesday. The uh, Trojans are now 7-0 on the season. Tate. Only three of their games have been at home, so it's not like they're uh, they're loading up on cupcakes and and just rattling off wins at home. They're they'll, they'll play people. They 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 went to Temple. They went to Florida Gulf Coast too. Andy Enfield mm. did a uh, did a, a little thank you to his old school. <laughs> <laughs> he did the Mark Pope move. Where he's yeah, like, I'll I like back that. To the old school yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I like it. Um, the the Trojans are also ranked ninth on Ken Palm. So if you're a Kim Palm person, that's uh it's it, just leading up to the point yeah. where you and I already talked about this. USC is gonna beat UCLA. Of and, course. And we're yes. gonna be watching that game and all the things I just said about Tiger Campbell, Boogie Ellis is gonna play better than him in every uh -huh. facet of that game. And people are gonna be like, Oh, you think Tiger Campbell's better than Boogie Ellis? That's crazy. Look at the tape. Yeah. But that's the USC. They're built to be a really good team. And Isaiah Mobley obviously was a star last year. Continues to be a star on this he's, team this he's year. He's not having his brother in the way. It actually helps. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdly helps. He's averaging like 13 and 10, I think, right now. Yeah, I mean, 21 against Utah. So. Yeah. USC's good. So uh, <laughs> USC, I, as Andy Infield always wants, they're very under the radar. Dude, I don't know how they do out. it. I don't know how they do it. Yeah. Even when Lincoln Riley come to town, it's even better for them. Yeah. You know? Like when Lincoln Riley got hired, USC basketball, they had a celebration. They're like, less people are looking at us. I, you know, even better. I know I've seen Andy Infield press conferences, but have I? Boy, <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I don't know what his voice sounds like yeah. off the top of my head. No, I just know he has a beautiful wife. Right? <laughs> That's what everyone says. Like if you, if you ask anyone about Andy Infield, they're like, "Dude, he has a hot wife." That's all I say. <laughs> that I, don't is know, true. I don't know how he's. I don't know anything else. They about don't the know. Guy. Nobody does. Nobody. How does, does. he do that? I don't know. How do you coach? Bad, how, I mean, like, he's coaching in Los Angeles. Yes. At a massive, obviously a massive university. Huge brand. Huge brand. They lot go to the Elite of, Eight last money, year. Obviously, He's, he has the Rookie of the Year in the yeah. NBA this year, and Should nobody have been the know, number one pick. Nobody knows anything about the guy. No, and they don't want to know. And, they don't want to know. and he doesn't want them to know. Genius. He offered the entire Bagley family a scholarship. People forget that. Yes. He wanted Marvin so badly. He was like, if your last name's Bagley, you can come to yeah. USC on a full. He's like, ride. even your dad. He's like, yes, you can all of you come to school. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, what else is there? Uh, Oregon stinks. We already knew that. Um, I, I just wrote down this note that I'm already pretty mad about them being on the bubble in March because uh, I know that's going to happen. That they're yeah. going to they're going to string together some wins and all of a sudden they're going to be on the UCLA. next they're going to be on the next four out list. And I'm going I I just mm -hmm. when that when that time comes, promise me Tate, you'll join me in yelling at everybody and say Oregon's a fraud. We we yes. we know who they are. We saw who they were and yeah, and we'll see them in the Sweet forever. Sixteen. Yeah, but. <laughs> They're going to get an 11 seed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go to the Sweet 16. Play the play game. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Oregon State, the 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 Beavers, one and six on the year this year. Mm. Not going great. They they lost at home to Samford. They've lost at home to Princeton already. Uh, Samford, Princeton. Samford, by the way. Like yeah. the, the, the S-A-M, not Stanford. Yeah, Samford. Sam, Alabama, Stanford. I believe, yeah. is where Samford is. Yeah. Um, But they did go to the Elite Eight last year. Princeton's really that. good, by the way. Don't sleep Princeton. on Princeton. Not a bad loss. <laughs> Oregon State did go to the 8th last year though yeah exactly you know, so they're fine that, they got like 5 way, years right, to yeah. calm down 
The, uh, it's, it's been a hell of a run. Uh, what else did I have? Oh, Academy of Art University beat UC Davis, which we talked about on the last show, but mm-hmm. uh, I just wanted to, to bring that up. 79 to 60, 19 point win for Academy of Art University. Do you know anything about this school? Do you feel like, because uh, I, I th- this jumped out to me as a potential Donda Academy of College Basketball. That oh. The Academy of Art University. What, t- tell me what you find if you if you look this up. Are you looking up right now? I'm looking it up. They play. I was. I, I wanted to point this out too. San Francisco, USF. Uh, Bill Russell went there. Casey Jones went there. Uh, they they won back to back titles back in the day. Great program. Beat Virginia last year. Uh, they've started eight zero this year. Tate. What on December twenty eighth, the San Francisco Dons will play Academy of Art University. So mark your calendars if you want to see more Academy of Art University <laughs> basketball. What is this? What, what have they spoiled their undefeated season? San Francisco's like twelve and zero going into that game. <laughs> An Academy of Art is in San Francisco, right? Did you say they lose that? to an art school, so they're literally like playing. That's like a crosstown rival. This has to be a, a Donda situation, right? Like, I mean, I, is this even? It, it, it's I don't know. I mean, they're literally, if you look at their jerseys, they literally have art you. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. This is like the the most they- ironic basketball team of all. Because like obviously, you know, most, you know, school of the arts kids, right? They're not going to be playing basketball. Yes. But the fact that you have a basketball team with art on it <laughs> is, like you said, very Donda of them. And then I'm looking at their roster. I mean, they have a Bagley. So one of the Bagleys that got offered to play at USC decided to go play for Academy of the Arts. Like a real bit, like... No, not a oh, real Bagley, like, but they have Josh Bagley, um, who's hilarious. from Durham, North Carolina. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, my, no, what? my God. <laughs> oh, my God. It goes all the way to the top. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, like, the, the the idea that you have this school, this art school, <laughs> that, like, they, they didn't just beat UC Davis. That's what's, I don't know how good UC Davis is. I want to assume they suck, but still, it's a Division One team, Tate. Yeah. And in an art school that's not even Division One. Uh, that that if you pull up your score apps or whatever, they don't even have a logo. They don't even have like it, it says NA when you're you know when they're playing teams in Division One. Um, <laughs> they win by 19, which yeah. tells me they got some players. But how do you get players to this school? How does it all work? And the only thing that makes sense is like there's some sort of Donda situation going on. There's it's Donda at the collegiate level. That's yeah. the only thing that, that that adds up is that they're just like somehow poaching all these guys, telling all these guys like come play for us and. We don't have to go to school. And I mean, they, they play Chaminade. Um, Are they in Chaminade's conference? I guess. They play Hawaiian Pacific. They play Azusa, Azusa Pacific. This is hilarious. Cool. I think I like this team. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm a fan. Get a jersey. Yeah. Get an Art U jersey. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Art U. Uh, Should we do the frauds? Can I get the fraud power rankings? Yeah, That's I, what I, I want. I had, uh, I had how many more Pac-12 I had two more things I wanted to rip through real quick. George uh, Klievkoff, the, the, the Pac-12 commissioner, he mm-hmm. was at the Duke-Gonzaga game. What does that mean to you? Why, Sway? What does that mean to you, that he went to Duke-Gonzaga? Gonzaga is going to get in the Pac-12. All right. All right. It's going to be good for us. Uh, and then finally, Washington was supposed to play Arizona. We're recording this uh, on on Thursday afternoon-ish. They were supposed to play tonight, um, and Arizona had – or was it Washington? I don't know. The game got postponed because there was uh, a little too much COVID going around. So, oh. Um, yeah. So as much as, you, as we were saying we push on. Yeah. 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 You hate to see it. LeBron also in protocols. Yeah. Because Jim reminded us that's why Coach K lost to Ohio Coach State. Coach K was rattled because yeah, LeBron, his best player. It was very similar to Dean Smith writing about Michael Jordan and his flu game. You know, it was very concerned. Joey Lane texted us today, by the way, confirmed that the LeBron locker at Ohio State no, excuse me, no longer exists. Makes you think. We've moved on. 
LeBron, like we're, it's it's over. <laughs> the witch is dead. Ding dong. It might be over. Like the LeBron era at Ohio State might be done. Oh my god. I'm, the LeBron locker's gone, dude. I'm I'm speechless. Yeah. I'm speechless. And we beat Duke, dude. Like this is this After is a huge all moment he did for, for the that program. university. <laughs> And now a message from Discover about rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something that's useful, like cashback match, for instance. Discover matches all the cashback you've earned at the end of your first year. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. We're also sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We talk about BetterHelp a lot on the show, and this month we're discussing some of the stigmas around mental health. For example, some people think you should wait until things are unbearable to go to therapy, but that isn't true. Therapy is a tool to utilize before things get worse. Many people think therapy is for so-called crazy people, but therapy doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It means you recognize that all humans have emotions and that you need to learn to control them, not avoid them. And we've been taught that mental health Shouldn't be a part of normal life, but that's wrong too. We take care of our bodies with the gym, the doctor, and nutrition. We should be focusing on our minds just as much. Uh, this obviously means a lot to me. I've had uh, mental health struggles throughout my life. I continue to to have them. I guess I don't know. It's uh, it's th- this time of year sucks, Tate. This time of year, especially is, on the uh, East Coast, it's so dark. It's, yeah, it's like easy to get in lulls. Like getting, the holidays yeah. in general too, because like I think the holidays for a lot of people are supposed to be you. You, you picture the Norman Rockwell painting, yeah, exactly. And then you, the reality is not that. And then you look and around, nobody's you're like, reality is really yeah. Like that. And you're Even like, if it looks like that, there's always what people, the hell yeah. is my life? And it kind of sets in and gets dark at three thirty, and all that stuff factors into it. So get ahead of it before it gets you. Go, go get help. Go, go get the go talk to someone uh better help is customized online therapy that offers video phone and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to it's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used better help online therapy i i have used a therapist my entire life i cannot recommend talking to someone enough Titus and Tate listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash Tate. That's better H-E-L-P.com slash Tate. All right, let's do frauds and we'll get out of here. Um, fraud power rankings. Let me, let me lock yeah, in cr- here. Yeah, I gotta, crack your knuckles. Whew. All right. There's, I'm I, just so happy North Carolina is not on this list. Well, not yeah. so fast. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, all right. No preamble. Let's just dive right into it. Number five on the fraud power rankings this week. The fraud power rankings. The fraud. Power rankings. The fraud power rankings are themselves. Oh my the god! Oh rankings. my god! I just saw your recent. No, 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 no. Oh my goodness! What no, no, has no, happened? No, no, no. Uh, so, in in the interest of uh, you know being being fully objective here, yes, I have to look at the full picture of what's going on. And the fraud <laughs> power rankings came out strong to start the season. Took some big swings, Tate. Yeah. Some big misses. Uh, the, the most notable, probably Houston. Houston, as it turns out, very, very good. Might have the best defense in the country. Yeah. Uh, how they made their way under the fraud power rankings, I have no idea to start the season. <laughs> how did it fire that man. Whoever put them on there, fire him. Yeah. Um, Anthony Grant was made an appearance, and then right after he made an appearance, Dayton won the Mickey Mouse tournament. No, that was good. In, uh, that was good for the New Bloods. And uh, No, it was good. It was bad for the fraud power rankings. Bad for the fraud power yeah, rankings, yeah. but good for the New Bloods. Because they are, in fact, fraudulent. I also put Polly Pavilion on the fraud power rankings. You did. If you remember, I was wow, like, this, this whole is, this is very fair. This is very this whole man, atmosphere honest. at UCLA is not what I want it to be. And then I go out to dinner, and they're like, "Sir, are you going to the game tonight?" And yeah. I was like, "We'll oh get you that food quickly." God, we're nice. back. Um, the Big Ten, I believe, was on the fraud power rankings at one point, but the Big Ten is back. When's the yeah. ACC Big Ten? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So at number five, 
the fraud power rankings. Fair. Yeah. I like don't, that. Don't ever say I'm not fair. Yeah. You know, fair I, I don't. If you ever accuse me of that, of ever being biased, <laughs> I just like to point out. And number, Stop it. <laughs> I put the fraud power rankings number five. Uh, number four on the fraud power rankings this week, Chris Vernon's YouTube recommendations. Yes. I'm clapping for that. YouTube.com, Titus. Look it up. Amani <laughs> Bates. Ever heard of him? Oh, my God. What is going on with Memphis? They stink. <laughs> they have no point guard. Boogie Ellis, their point guard, yep. is the point guard of USC. That's what Chris Vernon told us. He said they don't have a guard. Lost and by lost by 19 to Iowa State, which uh, is, you know, Iowa State is uh, in, having a resurgence, so maybe it's not that bad, but it's still bad. It's, it's still bad. bad. That's still really bad. But uh, the the next. The, the bad one is you follow up that game, which uh, you would think like it would be a wake-up call for a young back. team. Uh, you need a bounce back. What better team to face in a bounce back than the worst team in the SEC? The possibly Georgia, ever. Possibly maybe in the history now. Yeah. <laughs> Vanderbilt has had some bad. Yeah, I'm kidding. Uh, the Georgia Bulldogs, led by Tom Crean. But I'll be damned. Georgia pulls off the upset and beats Memphis. Are we done with Memphis? Is that it? Penny Hardaway said after this game that, you know, basically we have a lot of guys that want to be the reason why we're winning the game, you know, which is basically saying <laughs> I have a lot of guys that are selfish. What a hero ball. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't know how you fix. I don't know how you fix isolation mindsets without a point guard who can get everyone. To, I mean, yeah. that's the point of this. It's like you need someone to get this talent corralled. And I think the only hope is Larry Brown. Larry Brown is I don't the think best. La I think he's too old to play point. Guard he's the best point guard on the team. <laughs> Larry Brown right now at 81 years old is the best point guard of Memphis. <laughs> if I'm Penny Hardaway, the moment we have the pro day and Imani Bates what was his vertical? 21 inches? Yeah. 20, his, I mean, and the negative, say anything and I'll believe it. It's horrible. I am typing in transferportal.com and yes. just scrolling through and see, is, is that the address? Uh, and I'm <laughs> scrolling through and I'm trying to find anybody, somebody, please come help us. Because yeah. the idea of putting all your eggs in the Imani Bates, and I know Jalen Duran's good, but like as, as we've said over and over, you need guards to win and uh, at this level. You have to make shots. and you have The guard to has guard to be player. able to throw him the basketball. Yes. That's the problem. And Omani Bates, not the answer, by the way. 12 points, three boards, and one assist. That's what he's averaging right now. Shooting 35% from the three-point line. Not terrible. That's not, not terrible. Bad, but it's not. But he's taking a lot of step-back yeah. threes. 68% uh, from the free throw line. So there's there's a lot to be desired in the Omani Bates experience out of the gate. The Memphis experience. Does he come back? That's the question. He's going to I will never forget the, the day that he commits to Michigan State and I get like a thousand text messages from people that are like, we we need content now. This is massive. Massive. This is, this is huge. This is this is sending shockwaves throughout the college basketball world. Izzo's back. Yes. Like we need instant reactions. Mm -hmm. We need maybe an emergency podcast. We might fly you to East Lansing to to get a to go do live yeah, live hit live hit yeah. <laughs> on the streets as the fans are pouring into the streets. It was the biggest deal in the world, and now he's averaging twelve points for a Memphis team that lost to Georgia, <laughs> Iowa State by nineteen. Yeah, and it's and it's December second, and, and it's not anywhere, right? It's not even on Sports Center. Like it's not even no one's even going to YouTube.com to, to like watch the highlights to see why they lost. You know what I mean? That's the worst part about it. Oh, man. Number three on the fraud power rankings this week. Uh, the guys. Specifically, Kyle Guy and, oh, and Tony guys. Guy. The guys. Tony Guy Bennett. <sighs> the guys. Tony's been spending a lot of time on the fraud power rankings. Who uh, uh, Tony Bennett's team plays Iowa um, in the Big Ten ACC Challenge. As you said, if Duke's not going to carry the, the banner for the ACC... 
That's, that's be what Virginia. I was told. Yeah. I was told be that Virginia. Coach K was always going to carry the banner. On their home court, they let an Iowa team uh, build a huge lead. They come back, which I guess. I Give them credit. Give them credit. But like, well, what did we say the last show? Don't come back if you're going to lose. Yeah, don't. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, don't that's, that's not worth it. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Uh, so, Tony, Virginia is now five and three. <laughs> Um, it is, you Ooh. know, like, I, I don't know if we're hitting the panic button. I, oh, we're I, think, I think we've already hit it. Yeah. Kind of. It, yeah. Virginia this fans is, have sent me some incredible, you know, it's the first time I've seen Virginia fans break. You know what I mean? Where yeah. like they've, they've lost, we talked about the faith in Tony. I, they seem to be pointing fingers now. I, I, I swear to God, I warned all of them that this would happen. And I, they didn't believe me when I was down in Charlottesville celebrating mm. the national title with them all. I was there. They're like, man, it's so cool that like a, a guy like you that has no ties to Virginia just fell in love with our <laughs> brand of basketball and our team. And thank you so much for all the good things you say about us and mm -hmm. fighting the good fight for us. And I, was, I looked every single one of those people now and I was like, a day will come where I will turn on you. <laughs> yeah. A day will come where I will watch Virginia and I'll be like, this team sucks. Yeah. And I'm over it. And I'm over it. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm there yet, Dave, but I'm, I'm getting very close because, uh, they, the, the the Tony Bennett's calling card, obviously defense. This team is is built. Uh, the, the, this is the, the 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 way the way you describe. It, you know, how you say people have a face for radio or whatever. That's mm -hmm. the that's the way you describe this this Virginia team is they were built to play defense, which is a way. To, it's it's my way of saying they suck offensively. Yeah, and the only chance they have to win games is to actually like play elite Tony Bennett caliber defense, and they're just not doing that. And it's going to be a long season. It's going to be a long season. And Virginia fans want me to point out every time we talk about them, they have a great recruiting class coming in. Okay. They have uh, everything. All the ducks are in a row for them to be okay. This is a classic down year, but you mm. bounce back bounce back next year. So we'll give them the There is the also doubt. this silver line. And I'll, I'll, in the interest of fairness, I'll point it out. They did beat Providence by 18. And Providence How? Providence beat Purdue in a secret scrimmage. People forget. How did, how did they do that? People forget. I don't understand. They beat the team that beat the number one team. I gotta go to YouTube.com. <laughs> go to YouTube.com and watch that. Game. They also beat Georgia, who beat Memphis. Who also <laughs> beat, so. so hang the banner. <laughs> all things considered, Virginia might be a tournament. Uh, team. I'm throwing Kyle guy in there with Tony this week though, because uh, Kyle was uh, very active on Twitter as uh, uh, Virginia was losing to Iowa. He, yeah. First of all, he said like this Iowa team stinks, which was funny because <laughs> they beat Virginia. But uh, he's he's been he's been defending. The, yeah. the best defense going on in Virginia basketball right now is Kyle Guy defending Tony Bennett. That is really the only defense taking place yeah. in the realm of Virginia basketball, um, which is fine. You got to defend your guy. All that's all that's fair. What I take issue with with Kyle Guy, and and I'm putting him on the fraud power rankings because this is very fraudulent. He said he he tweeted this, and in in my opinion, there's a clear number one in the country. It is not Duke, and this was before Duke and Ohio State even played. He was he was watching the Florida State Purdue game. He was talking about Purdue, obviously. Purdue fans are not happy with this because they obviously it's a fresh wound. Virginia, the Virginia. Yeah, Purdue. they're like of all people yes. to give us our, our yes. credit here. We don't need Kyle. Yes, guy. please. And yeah. and Kyle chirps back at one of them and says, uh, "I got love for Purdue. I almost went there." And that just the fraud alarm just started going crazy. Yeah. And I was like, one of two things is true. Uh, either he is lying, fraudulent. He 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 didn't go to Purdue. He just like is saying this to make the the Purdue fans happy. Or two, he's he was serious and he really almost went to Purdue, which in in my view, that's more fraudulent than lying to the Purdue fans. Yeah, that's very Brad Stevens. <laughs> so I don't know. There, there it's it's I've it's heard bad him say on the record, I wanted to go to IU. Of course. Yeah. I've heard of him course. Say that. 
And I know, I know that you know it might just be one of those things where, like, if you asked me, I'd be like, I want to go to Wake Forest, but right. like, you, you you know, deep down, you didn't want to go to Wake Forest. We are entering LeBron Kobe territory with Kyle Guy. Yeah, I think, where he's yeah, just like, it's got that vibe I, to yeah. it. Who asked me? Yes. Who's asking the question, dude? I love that's Butler. It. I grew up going to Butler games. I yeah. would have, I would, I wanted to go to Butler actually. And look, we <laughs> we use this, we use this, you know, on occasion, uh, you know, when we're talking to certain fans, but. Kyle Guy, you can't tweet it for God's sakes. My move is to, because, uh, yeah, I'll just cheer. Like, I, I, I wore a UCLA sweatshirt to the game last exactly. night. Exactly. If someone called me on it, I'd just say UCLA was my safety school. Yeah. You almost know? went there. I almost went there. Yeah. It was very close, but I got into Ohio State, so mm-hmm. I decided to go there instead. Mm-hmm. Or, or, like, I was thinking about going to grad school there. I looked it up. <laughs> I Googled, one night I Googled UCLA law school, mm-hmm. and I was like, should I do this? Should mm. I go to law school, UCLA? And then I, I slept on it. I was like, no, I shouldn't. No, I shouldn't. I definitely should not. No, that, that'd be a lot of work. <laughs> but I almost did. Yeah. So go Bruins. <laughs> Shout out to Kyle Guy. Uh, what's next on the... Okay, number two, fraud power rankings. This is getting juicy. I'm, I'm excited because this is there's a lot of options at the top. And uh, at number two, I have this. The Jawan Howard Media Mafia. Mm. The people who uh, Jawan Howard, who's this is year three for Jawan Howard. It's not even year four. It's not even his program yet. Yeah. We know year four is still Beeline's program. When your program kicks in, Tate. Yep. The amount of times in in these first three years, more so the first two years, because uh, year three is not going as as expected in Ann Arbor. But uh, the amount of times in the first two years that I saw people that I used to respect say something along the lines of how did Michigan lose John Beeline and somehow get better? Mm. It made my head spin. It, I, I, it was putting me in an uncomfortable position because now you have me, Tate, an Ohio State guy, where I have to defend John Beeline and say, like, are you guys out of your mind? Do you remember how good John Beeline was as a coach? And as apparently, no. And everyone, Jawan Howard shows up. He gets the job. He cries at his press conference. It was genuine. We loved it. We talked about it. We're like, yeah. that is that is pretty sick that he, he it means this much to him. I thought he was a guy who wanted to get an NBA job his entire life, but I actually believe- Still might. He still might. But like when I saw him in Michigan, I was like, oh my God, he really might be here forever. Like he loves the school. He, he He's dapping up Harbaugh when they beat Ohio State. Kudos Good to him guy. for that. Great guy. Awesome. Yeah. He then, uh, year one, remember, they're unranked to start. They win the battle for Atlantis. I think they beat Carolina, right? Yeah, yeah. They go on a nice. They beat run Carolina and Gonzaga. Yeah. They they come beat out Carolina of, in the title game. They get an all time Atlantis bump. It, we've never seen anything like this in the history of of Maui slash Atlantis bumps ever. Mm-hmm. Michigan goes from unranked to number four in the country. They then lose like eight of their next twelve after that <laughs> and go right back to where they started. Uh, but it was solidified in everyone's mind. Like Jawan Howard, better than John Beeline. Yes, because he cried in his press conference. He won the battle for Atlantis. Uh, they they end up going nineteen and twelve. They would have made the tournament. The can- tournament gets canceled. Like they, they, it was a, it was an okay year. Like they salvaged the season. They would they had a good he had a good yeah. first year. Yeah. Last year, Michigan wins the most Mickey Mouse Big Ten title of all time. That's not even debatable. <laughs> even if you're a Michigan fan, you have to acknowledge like it's the they they lose on their home court to Illinois by twenty three points without Io Desumo. They then go on to win two fewer games than Illinois wins in the Big Ten standings. This this is something because that, of COVID they, they yes, sat out for a month. This is something fifty years from now you'll be looking back at the the twenty twenty one Big Ten standings and it'll make your head spin because you'll be like how how can Illinois win sixteen games and Michigan win fourteen games and the one time they played head to head was on Michigan's home court without Illinois' best player and they won by twenty three and Michigan was the Big Ten. This makes zero sense, but uh, because Jawan Howard finally won a Big Ten championship that he never won as a player. The Juwan Howard Media Mafia was like, oh my Shoot God. Him Shoot him to the Coach moon. Coach of the year. Is he the best coach in the country? 
This he was, was this was all the talk. He won. This was all the talk. Uh, they lose Ohio State. The Isaiah, they lose Isaiah Livers. I'm going to be fair, fair and balanced. They lose Isaiah Livers for the postseason. He does not play in the Big Ten tournament. does not play in the NCAA tournament. Uh, they lose Ohio State in the Big Ten. Go to the Elite Eight, score 49 points against an 11 seed that doesn't even play great defense and get bounced from the tournament. And then now we look up this year and they're ranked fourth in the country, was it? Fifth to start the season? Fourth. I don't know, man. I just want to, like, Juwan Howard does terrify me moving forward as an Ohio State fan. I genuinely think he's going to be an awesome coach. I genuinely think uh, he's going to be problems for Ohio State and the rest of the Big Ten. And uh, I, I th this is coming from a place of fear. I will admit that, that I, I do think they have the right guys. But the idea that Juwan Howard, two years into the job, was better than John Beeline, was farcical from the start. Yeah, it was. Fraudulent it, from the start. It was and everyone was, to John Beeline, yes. really, is what it was. And I think if you talk to any John Beeline guy who played for Beeline, they would agree with that. So that was the whole point. Yes. It came from a place of Beeline respect, not Jawan Howard dissing. But it went too far because the media wanted to crown somebody, and Jawan Howard fit the bill. He checked the boxes. He tugged their heartstrings. And I think right now they have – I mean, if you watched this game last night, which you were you were at the UCLA game, they have some body language that is not, especially Hunter yeah. Dickinson, their best player. I mean, there's some plays where he just flat out, I mean, he's walking <laughs> up the court, right? I mean, I I don't know what's going on, but I do think there is a, they have two great freshmen in Houston and Diabate. Yeah. And then I think they have the guys. Do like, they have two great freshmen in I Houston I think those kids are really good. Because I, I, like, my, my expectation of Houston was he was going to be Palo good he's, he's good he's good but he's but like they're obviously still freshmen you can tell they're, yeah. they're gangly freshmen who are still figuring out how to like use their bodies in college basketball but then you have the guys who are the older guys like dickinson and eli brooks that they're it just seems like a disjointed team there's the old guys and then and the young guys and they're not there's not much excitement in between and that's the coaching that Jawan Howard's going to be tasked with, yes. like trying to piece this team together. And that's what John Beeline has always been so good at, yes. by convincing someone like Duncan Robinson to come off the bench. Yes. You know what I mean? For a freshman. Like, yes. He's been able to do that stuff. That's why we have so much respect for what he was able to do as a coach. And now Jawan Howard, this is the first time he has to manage that, which is why it's ridiculous and fraudulent. Like It's fraudulent. That's to all give it's him and, that credit. And uh, again, uh, and I like the guy. And I like <laughs> the guy. You know what I mean? No, this was not meant to be an attack on Jawan Howard. It no. was more of a uh, it's reminder. It's an attack on the media. Yes. Yes. It's it's an it's an attack on the idea that John Beeline was not an Excellent. incredible coach. Yeah. As great as Michigan was last year, and I don't even know how great they actually were, but they were they were definitely a very good basketball Man. team. They were a very good basketball. You team. know who should hire John Beeline? Oh my God. Michigan. Maryland. <laughs> oh, 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 oh my God. Um, as great as Michigan was last year. That would that John Beeline had at least three seasons at Michigan, maybe like five in his run at Michigan that were better, that were like definitively better than Jawan Howard's season last year. And and you take Jawan Howard in season two, and you take that one moment in time, and you say, I can't believe Michigan upgraded, mm. lost John Beeline, and somehow upgraded. Farcical, fraudulent. Number two on the fraud power rankings. I love it. Uh, Michigan will be fine, though. Maybe they'll not this year, but they'll, they'll, they'll figure it out. Of course yeah, they will. Yeah, like, they're yeah. going to be, yeah, I don't know. The Fab but Five will figure it out. They're all back. They're all friends. Yeah. But just pump I'm the I'm excited for on number it. one. I thought this would be number one, so now yeah. I don't even know. Well, I mean, number one is, it's obvious where I'm going with number one, right? You know where I'm going with number one. I hope I, hope on, I know where you're going. I mean, we're doing ACC Big Ten Challenge talk. we got to talk about the story of the ACC Coach Big Ten K. Challenge. Number one on the fraud power rankings, Chris Holtman. Oh, my God. Don't say I'm not fair and balanced, Tate. 
Chris Holtman, uh, a man who going leading into the Duke game was asked like ad nauseum about Coach K and said, "I have nothing but respect for this man. I have, mm. uh, you know, this is I, I've coached against guys I've, I've admired before. This is certainly one of a, a guy I'd, 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 I admire. I on and on and on and on. And what does he do, Tate? He goes out and he ruins the Coach K farewell tour. Bang! How can you respect Coach K? And also turn around and and ruin Coach K. Come back from down 15 in the second half and in the game on a 24 run to beat number one Duke in the Schottenstein Center. How can you do that? Explain yourself, Coach. Yeah, that hurts. That hurts, but also at the same time, <laughs> you love to see it. She I mean, that see. was that was epic, and I still can't believe it happened. I also can't believe Coach K. Like this is the respect that you have for the farewell tour. He's not even on the front power rankings. This was the week that <laughs> yeah, Coach K. Should have led the fraud power rankings, but you have so much respect no, for no, what no, he no. did to the game that you the would fra- not put no him on the it. Coach K farewell tour is not fraudulent. It is it it, it we, we not can, the farewell tour, the man. The man the might, man the might be a fraud. fraud. <laughs> the man's fraud. Where's the integrity <laughs> meter? The man might be a fraud. <laughs> Let's see that tech, there's the integrity meter. There he meter. is. Look at him. Where's Josh Passner? There, there he we is. Go. Uh <laughs> Yeah, the man, but the farewell tour is is very much not fraudulent. And for for Chris Holtman to step in, because like he, you you pointed out that Duke's not going to get back to number one. It, the the yeah. stars are the line for Duke to to own this, to own it all year, be number one all year, maybe run the table. I don't know, probably not. But like, there's a chance that we look up on February first and Duke is still undefeated, and we're like, oh my god, is it happening? It might be happening. Duke might be going undefeated, and whether they do or don't, it doesn't matter. No, it's that they might. It's that they might, and that has our attention. And all of that is gone because of Chris Holman. Fraudulent. Fraudulent. But Fraudulent. I love him. God, I love him. <laughs> you know, and the best part about it is he's going to see this and be like, I just what did beat I do? you. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be like, what did I do? He's going to call me and be like, <laughs> like Mark, what the so hell, Mark, dude? Mark, what happened? So why am I fraud? You're like, coach. Because you said it's that simple. you love Coach K. It's simple, coach. <laughs> <laughs> said you love Coach K and what? this is what you do. What don't you understand? We have content to turn out as I, a show. And now you beat Coach K. Yeah. We won the battle. Like it gave us a good talking, you know, we had a fun show laughing at Coach K last show. But mm. we may have lost the war with the Coach K farewell tour now. And uh, there's one man to blame, and it's Chris Holman and Zed Key. And, and Zed Key, yeah. And EJ Liddell. And Cedric Ruffin. Jim was calling for a travel. <laughs> he did travel. I mean, he did. Like in the interest of fairness. Yeah, yeah Jim's shaking his head. He's agreeing. Probably did travel. So there you go. There's the fraud power rankings. Uh, shout outs, closeouts. Yeah, let's do some shout outs and closeouts. What else? Uh, can we, Jim, did you look up the Donda stuff for us? Can we just get a quick a quick shout out to Donda Academy yeah. for the contest? Mm-hmm. Yes. Of course. I live for Donda we need Academy to, basketball. <laughs> we need to make this a segment like the uh, the war on college basketball update yeah. with Donda and G League Ignite. What I really want is Jim, Overtime to, League. Jim to say he wore all of his Donda gear to the show and it's just him in all black. <laughs> With no logos. <laughs> little gems, a little update. <laughs> Is that good? Yeah, it's good. So Donda, what's happening? Okay, so Donda went one and one over the weekend <laughs> in the Hoops Giving tournament. Holiday Hoops Giving in Atlanta. They're now uh, three and three. Okay. They're not five, good. 500 team. Okay. Yeah. Does Kanye um, coach them? No, he goes to the games, though. Yeah, he's at the games, which well, is great. Their star player Robert Dillingham, Dingleham, Dillingham, <laughs> Dillingham, committed to NC State. Yes, yesterday. Yeah, Tate bad guy. It. Their <laughs> other star guard Zion Cruz, which is an awesome name. Yeah, name starts with a Z, ends with a Z. That's rare. True. Good point. That is rare. Uh, had twenty five points on Saturday night in front of 
Rod Strickland. Rod the God. <laughs> Penny Hardaway. Love it. Kanye West. Yes. This is Quado. Awesome. Or Quavo. <laughs> Quavo. Quavo. Oh, Quavo is the guy from Total Recall with like, the baby in his stomach. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, Kanye got uh, Quavo and Justin LeBoy to squash their Quavo. beef Quavo. on the sideline of that game yeah. over Saweetie's <laughs> appearance on Respectfully podcast hosted by Justin LeBoy. I don't know who these people are. Yeah. And one other person was there who? Tom Crean. He's also there. <laughs> no way. At the game, not on the podcast. <laughs> Tom, imagine our two guests today are Saweetie and Tom Green. <laughs> oh, and Donda plays in the Bronx December 27th. I like might go who, if I'm home. Who, who are they playing uh, I think like Patterson, New Jersey or something. <laughs> <laughs> Who's scheduling these games? That's the best part. I can't figure out like what their mascot is either. I couldn't it's find Kanye, a name for Kanye. it. Oh, yeah. Kanye's I was thinking like the dragons, like the imagined dragons, imaginary, because they're like an imaginary school. Yeah, well, they, 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 have, the magic they have nothing written on their jerseys. They, it is literally all black. It's just like the <laughs> You like, can't even see their numbers. You can't even see some, the numbers. Some players are wearing pants. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Timberlands. Oh, God. It's so it. good. We gotta. We, we need the updates throughout the year. This is, this is fun. <laughs> they played a team on Saturday night called the Skill Factory. Dude, out of Georgia. What is AAU basketball other than comedy? <laughs> I just love that Kanye. They also like, play Dream like, City got, Christian. <laughs> he's like, I gotta get in on this. Like, this is worth my time. Yeah, dude. Like, how did he? How you did, like a who, billion dollars or however much money he has, and he's. No, that's how much you money do these anything AAU you want in the programs world. must be making because he's like, it's worth my. He's like, this is an investment. <laughs> Like I gotta, I gotta create an academy. You think Pete Davidson's gonna go one of these games? Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. <laughs> Pete Davidson starts his own team. We gotta go to the school. The school's in Simi Valley. We gotta, like, we just need to figure out what Do the they... address is. No, so we can see the the fake ad. Like, you know, we have to go to where it's located. Do they play? Like trying to mail Do they something. play games here? Like, yeah. it, do they have a gym? I, that they I think they, in play, they play games at Staples. No, they haven't played a game here yet. Because we got to maybe get boots on the ground. Yeah. We, us three go to a Donda game. Their next, back. Their next three Kyle games. Come with us. Their yeah. next three we'll games are at the uh, Tarkanian Classic. Mm. So that's good. Where's, where's that? I'm guessing Vegas. Yeah, it's to be Vegas. Long Beach, maybe? Yeah. No, but I just feel like, Jerry I, yeah, I just feel like that's a nice little yeah. fit. Week, Donda week. Academy. <laughs> you know, it's like, what the hell? So good. I, I love it. God bless you, Kanye, for, for giving us content. Thank you, Kanye. I might go to the game though Drake. in December. I might go if I'm you home. should in the Bronx. You I know December 27. Please go. I'll go. Please go. <laughs> Give us all the. I can't wait. The gym calls us. He's like, I'm at the game. Fat Joe's here. <laughs> um, Quavo, Remy May. Rod Strickland will probably be there again. Um, well, yeah. He's from the Bronx, dude. Rod the God. Mm-hmm. When we talk about, I was talking about point guards earlier. Most disrespected point guard, maybe in the history of basketball. Rod okay. Strickland. In fact, I'll go as far as to say everything that people say about Kyrie Irving, that they're like, this guy is like an alien, you know, nah, nah, nah. Rod Strickland did it first. <laughs> I'm telling you, you watch highlights. I didn't really know until I knew. I watched the highlights because he was never an all-star. Jim knows. Is that serious? He was never, never an all-star? Never an NBA all-star. Wow. Yeah. A lot of haters. I didn't know that. Yeah. You got that shout out in the Wu-Tang song. Yeah, Make I mean, jump like Rod Strickland. Yeah, I mean, Rod Strickland's awesome. 
Shout out Rod Strickland. Uh, Anything else you guys want? <laughs> no, that, that was <laughs> great. That was great. That was oh, really I wanted cool. to shout out uh, Solomon Bozeman, the head coach of Arkansas Pine Bluff, who made his team run sprints. Did you see that? No. The, they called, he called timeout. And as they're huddled up for the timeout, he, he, he gets the guys to run down and back in um, the middle of the game. It. I love it. Hilarious, right? No, I love it. <laughs> that that to me feels where like does what, that where's that on the integrity meter? Well, you know, like the real the real test of a coach is like, can I coach my best player? And it's like if you can get your best player to run sprints, like you know what I mean? Like you're but during coach. a game? No, you're a good coach. <laughs> like if you're if your players like I I mean it, my high school coach views like we're running sprints, I'd be like, I guess we're running sprints, you know what I mean? I'm terrified to do anything yeah. else. That's that's a, I like that. My Sprint experience is not great. I, what, I wasn't sprinting? a great sprint. I wasn't a great. Yeah, this might surprise you, but Fat Mark was not. Did not love conditioning. <laughs> well, dude, in soccer we had to run with parachutes. Like so, like we, what? Yeah, we put parachutes on strap parachutes and run 120 yards of the parachute behind no. you. There's like some of the freshmen they like fly away like as they're running. <laughs> I was uh, I was very much a Kenny Powers type. But I, yeah. I was not trying to exercise at all. I did I did not lift. Yeah, I know this is shocking that my basketball career turned out to be what it was. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I I I, I was like, let's play ball, man. I'm not here to run yeah. sprints or lift weights. Or I made that mistake once I became an upperclassman. I thought that I didn't have to do anything. I was yeah. like, it'll be fine. And I went to first day of practice. I'm just like vomiting everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I got uh when I th- this is probably why our teams in high school weren't very good. Is because like I was quote unquote the best player and mm. I was leading by example and my example was getting last in every sprint and yeah <laughs> and crying the whole time leader this is stupid leader of men what are we doing yeah but our coach in my defense our coach used to do the deal where it's like you run it till you get it and uh my fat ass couldn't get sprints like we mm. do we do like the 16s or whatever and 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 i don't know I, I wouldn't make the time like me and like four other people wouldn't make the time and they'd be like run it again we're gonna be here till you get it and i was like if we didn't get it the first or second time mm-hmm. What makes you think we're going to get it the 34th time? It's a very miracle like Herb Brooks like like how, mentality. How am I going to get it Again. when I'm more tired? Yeah. Again. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Ugh. All right. That might be it. Uh, Brad Davison dove into the Georgia Tech crowd and spilled beer everywhere. Jesus cool Christ. <laughs> can, we, can, we, can, can we eject him from college no, basketball? Dude. I'm done. Are you being serious? Yeah. You don't like Brad? We don't, why would I like Brad? He ruined- Brad, you, Jim, you met Brad. <laughs> he's the best. Oh my god, great you dude! Would, yep. Showed us a great time. I'm sure Coach he's K. sure he's a great guy personally. But can we shoot him to the dude, moon? We're, be careful what you wish for, because the moment he gets done playing, great, he's coaching. Oh god, and he's or he's on the Hornets. <laughs> yeah, or he's on the Hornets. No, he's on the Pacers now. Soon the Pacers. We're too good. We got Lamelo. Brad Davison, new coach of the uh, Donda Academy. <laughs> now he's gonna hurt Lamelo in practice, hustling oh too hard. God. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> all right. That's it. That's all I have. Have a great yeah. weekend, everybody. Uh we will see you next week. Yep. Paolo Bancaro. Paolo Paolo Bancaro. Paolo Bancaro. Paolo 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 Bancaro. Paolo. Are we worried about this? Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but Are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening wherever you listen.